Tabiso Musia on SAFM. But let's get to our big interview of the day, and we are joined on the line by the owner of Tex Galaxy and NetBank Cup champion, of course, a man who's already uh, seen his team play in the Kev Confed Cup. Um, Mr. Tim Sukazi, and he joins us on the line now. Lost to talk about. Mr. Sukazi, good evening, sir. Thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. My absolute pleasure, Tabiso. Good evening to you and your listeners, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Tim Sugazi. I don't know if congratulations are in order after you've purchased the PSL status, or is the champagne still on ice? <laughs> oh, well, um, I would say what? Maybe I'm in order, isn't it? It seems like they're in <laughs> order. Yeah, it is as good as done. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tim. So when would you, um, how big an achievement is this for you, considering that you've tried previous attempts to buy a PSL status and you've now been successful with Highlands Park? Yeah, I think it's a very big achievement, not only for me. I think for the millions of Southern football lovers who really want um, or, or have been longing for an alternative, you know, in the form of a football club. Um, I think for the million South Africans who have been longing for a club that is young, vibrant, and moving with the times with new ideas, uh, I think this would be a huge achievement for, for all of us, you know, combined. And how long would you say this deal took to be completed? Um, month of June, uh, from the first, 31st of May, to the 10th of June, so that's when the first signature was turned to paper. So, yeah, so roughly what, two months, three months? Is there a specific reason why Highlands Park? Yes, maybe not necessarily a specific reason uh, as to them per se. Mm-hmm. However, um, when we had a bit of a backlash, you would know, in our attempts to acquire the Plumfontein Celtic, you know, we caught wind that VET and Highlands Park were available. When we contact vet, contacted VET, it turned out that actually they were taken already. And then indeed, Highlands Park became the club that was available. And in our view, we saw it as a club that was much easier to sort of uh, acquire as opposed to Celtic. You know, Celtic was a spiritual club. I did say it myself mm. that it, it won't be easy for a club like that to be bought. And I went as far as calling for investors in the first state region to assist this club because it's a beautiful club, I did say. And I said, well, if that investor would be there, then we'll fight and allow them to do whatever that needs to be done to bring back the club, you know, uh, because it's a great club. However, a Highlands Park, in our view, was less of that, and it would have been, uh, in our view, a, a, a club that is much easier to acquire. And who are you involved with in this deal, uh, Mr. Tim Sugazi? We've been we've seen report that there's a consortium. We've also seen reports that the former owner of Cape Town All Stars is is also part of this. <laughs> no, there's no such uh, because you know uh, South Af- sometimes maybe as South Africans we are made to be small minded. You know, we see these type of deals. We think it's you know it's a huge deal that involves lots of money. Yes, maybe relatively so. Uh, but uh, in the bigger scheme of things, you know, 60 million rand wouldn't be anything that big, to be honest. I've seen better transactions, much, much bigger. Um, so therefore, because of that uh, short of smallness of the mind, maybe then think that, uh, yeah, Tim, you know, is consulting with this and that. I would love to, if there's a credible person who would want to consult in this project, I'm saying, hey, it is very interesting. 
I think it's got a bright future. So they are welcome. But as matters stands, it is me and me and me alone. Mm. And 60 million is what it cost. Well, that's the ballpark, you know, today. Um, I wouldn't give you the exact figure, but that's the ballpark, mm. at least in all fairness, for one to acquire a professional or PSL status. Yes, it does add up because there's somebody that we spoke to. I can't remember who it was. And they also told us that the status is worth around this uh, 60. Oh, I think it was about yeah. TTM when they were talking about uh, Bidvest Vets. So now yeah. the question will come. Well, yesterday, actually, we saw reports that the deal is off. It needs to be ratified by the PSL. But having seen the letter, though, it seems like the, P- the PSL is very keen to, to approve this deal. They just wanted to iron out or sort out finer details. What can you tell us about what's holding it back or what's been holding it back or, or what was said yesterday? Yeah, first I'll applaud you for your ability to learn, I mean to, to read and understand a, le- a letter of that nature. Because from the tweets that went out, it sounded as though someone either would have been uh, selective or chosen to be selective in their reporting. They treated um, a, a negative narrative, you know, suggesting that the deal is, has been declined. And of course, causing a huge confusion amongst millions of football lovers, more especially people who love this club, who are looking forward to have such club in, in, within our league, uh, football league landscape. So you manage to read through carefully and read between the lines, you know, and 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 and, and derive and deduce the positive message out of that letter. Indeed, it is what it is. So basically, you know, there there, there is something that needed to be rectified or corrected in the special resolution that was passed by the um, owners or shoulders of Highlands Park which is a doable thing in my view. So, And that's what it is. And that letter does say that if it is done, and timely, the, the, the league is happy to approve. And that's where we're at. Yes, the, the letter is very clear. The exco says it does not have any objection to the transition and or approving uh, this transfer. And then the question will come then, Mr. Tim Sukazi. People will ask, they're already asking, why are you buying your way to the top instead of doing it the sporting way to get promotion? Yeah. Um, it's very simple. So when you start a project, you set yourself, uh, I think, targets, and they are more informed by time, more than anything. In this particular instance, in a football uh, situation, that time will be by years or seasons that you'd want to spend at uh, a particular division or divisions. So we did set ourselves two years per division, to be honest, and we did that in the APC Municipal League because we thought we didn't know anything about running a football club. And we wanted to learn. We gave ourselves two years. We did that, and um, in the NFT, likewise, you know. And and now, you know, the year five arrived, and we thought, you know, it's about time. Not only us claiming so or believing so, but also by what we have achieved, you know, with this project. We still we sit here now today as being the only lower division cup, maybe in the world or in, uh, or in the African continent and the world that has won an FA Cup in its country. So so that tells you that. The project was ready for PSL. You know, we had to take it forward, come rain or high water. Um, and, and, and there are two ways to do it. One is either you win promotion as you said it, two, or you can acquire the available status, you know, of a PSL club. So why didn't you do it the traditional way, namely uh, winning promotion? We played in this NFT league for two seasons. It, I wish all who believe that we should have won our way up could watch the NFT matches. You know, <laughs> there's just a lot going on. For a club such as ours, it is almost impossible. 
it is almost impossible you can see you can, you may end up spending 15 years in the NFC and not making it through it doesn't matter how good we are testimony to this it is our exact achievement as an NFC cup young newly formed not even one year old we managed to win the FA Cup. On on route to the final, we eliminated a PSL Cup, Golden Arrows in Berlin. We eliminated, uh, we went to the final, we beat Tiger Chiefs, the Southern Football Cup Giants. And all matches, in all, in all those of matches, we played away from home and we used an only South African side. We, the, we had no foreign player last season and we broke all kind of records. However, we couldn't come and win this league. Never mind that we went to CAF and represented the country very proudly. We did fantastically well as an NFC Cup playing in the CAF. What does that tell you? There they, they should be some abnormality within the scheme of the NFC League. You know, I won't really delve into the details, but mm. it is true. I've seen, I've seen miracles, you know, when coming to other things, things that we really believe should and can happen in football. Well, I, I, I expected you to say that because you've been very vocal over the years, over the past few seasons, that there just doesn't seem to be any sporting fairness in the lower divisions. And you're not the only one that has complained about this, whether it's officiating or what happens, but it is just so hard to get promoted. Is that what, what, what you are saying? And maybe some decisions just don't go your way intentionally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm sorry, absolutely. And now, here you are. You have TS Galaxy, you know, a club that packs the stadium um, with supporters, you know, who come in their numbers. Our match day is, is, is a hive of activity. It's a huge event. And they come to watch these games. They become disappointed. And they start reacting when they see some of these things happening. When they see these shenanigans, they start reacting. What does it do now? It causes you to be this club now that must be holding to it. PSLTC and defined and this, you know, and things out of your control. These are human beings. They've got emotion. They can see when something is not right. They can see when these shenanigans are happening because they are blatant. So we, you'll end up having all these disciplinary records being fined uh, and on all sorts of things, you know, just because you are there, you are uh, this innocent and things are happening and then and then your people are reacting. Unfortunately, our state and our food, we are the only company in the NFT that takes the stadium. So they will react. So to avoid that, rather give people what they deserve. What about the the structure on that note, Tim Sugazi? What about the whole structure of South African football? I mean, a lot of people believe it needs to be revamped because it's so hard to get promotion. Leave the officiating alone. But if you're in the first division, only one team is guaranteed a promotion and then you still have this under-23 rule that you must also adhere to, even though your main aim of being in the first division is to get promotion. The same happens in the lower leagues. There's nine, There are nine streams or nine regions in ABC Mutsepe League, but all those nine winners still have to go into a play off and only two can go up to the first division. Do you think the structure also needs to be relooked? Uh, look, it's a tough one to be honest because I would prefer to answer that with the knowledge of exactly what informed that structure. Mm-hmm. I can talk to the challenges that comes with the structure, of course, uh, namely the under-23 rule. In a promotional league, it is almost impossible, you know, for people to adhere. And then people get tempted, you know, to use over-age players or players uh, change their ideas to become <laughs> underage so that they can play and all that. And, and, and clubs are, are drawn into DCs because of such. So, so it poses a challenge. A promotional league, if I were to have it my way, 
it can be just straightforward because that's where investors invest all they have to promote to the elite league. So and and to still limit the, the their chances by maybe imposing a rule, you know, that uh, forces them maybe to use less quality, less experience or quality players. You know, makes it difficult. However, I think the thought that he, when they they put these rules there, I think they they did apply their minds. It's just that I'm not privy to the information as to what really informed it. I would prefer to deal with such questions with the, with the benefit of the knowledge, you know, as to what exactly informed this type of decision. Okay, fair enough there. And we've got a couple of voice notes here for Tim Sukazi. We're in conversation with Tim Sukazi, uh, the owner of Tex Galaxy, who has now purchased the status of Highlands Park and they'll be campaigning in the Premiership next season. Uh, Tabiso, can you please ask Tim uh, Suaz this question? I was listening to him on, on yesterday in one of the radio stations, and he said uh, one of the first priorities of buying a club is to ensure that the, when you inherit the players from the, 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 the selling club, you ensure that all those clubs, all those players uh, are taken care for taken care of, especially the contracted ones. But now we've just heard uh, from the SAPC radio station just now that there were players called in the morning, some are out of the contract, some are contracted, and they were shown a door, just like that. Uh, this is Joseph Mambo from Magao. My question for Mr. Tim Sokwazi, just want to know, is he going to take all the players uh, of Highlands Park, include them to his new team. Uh, and also, what about the fans of Highlands Park? Lastly, I just want to know where does he see his team next season? Is it the top four team or a top eight team? Thank you. TT and SFM listeners, this is Ben. Um, Mr. Sukazi, he's being misleading. He's He's... He, he's he's being misleading. I only doubt in like the many years of professional football that his um, club is the only lower division club to go as far as to win a national competition. I really doubt that. And I think a simple Google search will prove him wrong. And secondly, this argument of his of um, defending his way up the league into the professional league if anything, it shows that like uh, there's no place in professional sports for like going through um, going through the sentiment of like working hard and achieving goals when it can be easily bought. And it seems more and more every day like club decisions. Um, the professional game has been played more so off the field than on the field itself. Good evening, Mr. Musi. The attitude and the arrogance on Mr. Tim Sukas is not gonna make him survive with PSL. Even if you are a businessman, we don't care. But in the Labangeneng, I am Mr. Musi. The Vandio Yika, Yilando, Yi, TS Galaxy, and the TTM. These are relegated to next season. And for no talk, Aguazu Kala E business, Kagobi, Utotaband, the players don't do it. Utumba survive. Business, business, 
ne arrogance leya kathetha ngayo ba utweet into entoni wena uyifundeka kahle into entoni ubaleka la eza comments kamarao I was listening to Marawa's show because before these are Alpha Kule. Mr. Musia, the Kalela, ETS Galax Nando as to survive. The Kalela is relegated to next season. I just want to ask uh, Mr. Tim Day. He must not go to Akemedis to, to, to look for the players. He must go to the rurals and the, the locations. There is a lot of talent there. This thing of uh, going to uh, academies is killing our, our soccer in South Africa. Thanks, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Tabiso. Ramatidiso from Thanks, Tabiso. Okay, thank you guys for those voice notes there. We'll let Mr. Tim Sokazi respond. I think, Tim, the, the players' issue is the big talking point. I even see here some people are tweeting us, asking us, what is the status of the players, especially the players at Highlands Park? Yeah, it's very simple. So by law, when you acquire a business as a going concern, the purchaser uh, steps into the shoes of the seller insofar as employees are concerned. In, in, in this instance, contracted employees are concerned. So how does that happen in football? So it would mean that insofar as the players are concerned, when you take over, you take the trap with the players. However, that doesn't mean that you cannot... Um, reorganize, you shouldn't reorganize, reinforce, beef up the club the way you deem fit. And when that has to happen, fortunately or unfortunately, we know that every club, as you speak, at Paris, at Sundowns, as they sign 11 players, some other players will have to make space for those that are coming, which is normal. So it cannot be expected that because we bought, our thing is that we bought, therefore we mustn't reinforce or we mustn't give up positions that, in our own humble opinion, we think they need to lift up, you know. And when that happens, yes, space has to be made. We cannot have 50 players, otherwise we won't be able to train a football club. It is as simple as that. And I think um, the program you refers to, maybe one player that, uh, you know, the, 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 the other show, Mm-hmm. Your competitor uh, uh, spoke to. I'm told I didn't listen to the interview. It's a player that I didn't have a contact anyway. I think they spoke to Capino. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you have five goalkeepers or six goalkeepers, one is a 22 year old, 1.93, huge talent, one is an 18 year old, and then you've got Malin who's got a contract. You've got Mpagumpag, um, who's got a contract. You know, and. and <laughs> Then what do you do? Then you've got your own team. So we, do you really have to keep a player that doesn't have a contract? Where in, where in the world? Which rules are that? Your preference will be, the priority will be those that have got contracts. But even then, every club is reinforcing now. At Paris, you care about casualties. At Kaiser Chiefs, the same Kaiser Chiefs and they're calling for players to go. They are contracted. Mm. So so we shouldn't do it because our thing is that we have bought the club. No, we want a strong team. We also want a strong team. We'll reinforce every team fit. And how was it addressed? Did you call the players to a meeting? Did you sit down with them and, and tell them what is happening? No, the technical team um, assessed the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, namely, they afforded the player the opportunity to express themselves, all the players, i.e. they played. They did this, they did that. And they came to a view that we are not strong here, we are strong there. That player, 
won't necessarily assist us here and that and what and that they put the motivation for what and uh, which is to me and then what needed to happen needed to happen namely the players who were then informed by a football administration manager it had to be done very quick and very fast mm. without wasting time because if you waste time you waste you you might just eliminate the chance of the player finding a another club so, you know in football that's how it is one player leaves Kaiser Chiefs Kururu then Amazon will take him you know, and so forth and so on. It happens every day in a, an off-season. Caps, reshuffle squads. Highlands Park, had they not been sold, they were going to do that anyway. So so if I understand you correctly, those with, with contracts, you are keeping them. And those with, those with contracts are your responsibility, but those without contracts, you can let them go. Correct. Uh, no, well, there are two. For example, Lier doesn't have a contract, but the technical team likes him. Mm. You know, Bevan Transplant doesn't have a contract, he was retained. They like him, they think he will help us. So, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and even those that have contracts, I'm saying today, in a, in a different club, Sundowns have got maybe 35 players contracted. They have signed 11 as we speak. Don't mm. you know, uh, is it not know, public knowledge that they will really have to get rid or leave some players to make way for the new acquisitions because they are reinforcing their team? So why should we not do it? Okay. Fair enough. And on that note then, uh, Team Sugazi, maybe we can talk about your technical team then. Uh, Dan Malisela is, is back. What is uh, the reason for that? Uh, why did you bring Dan Malisela back? Yeah, my honest opinion is that Dan has got an unfinished business at TS Galaxy. Um, he's a very talented coach. I believe in confidence in him. He asked to be released then when he thought maybe, you know, things were not going the way they should be going. And he thought maybe he had lost a bit of the change room. He said, look, let me go at this moment. You know, when we'll see what the future holds. If it brings it back, so be it. So then he left in fact. However, coming into this project, uh, we took a view that you'd need really a seasoned professional who would, we will be faced and deal with this task of merging two clubs, so to speak, you know, in a very, very good way or best way from a performance point of view. And so, so, and then we said, you know what, <laughs> the many coaching series are being flooding, are flooding in. So what we do, but we said, you know, we would have no time. There's little time between this time and the start of the season. Um, and therefore, rather the devil, you know, is better than the one you don't know. We're not then friends. I mean, as much as we know his weaknesses and he knows the cup strength and the weaknesses, we thought he's the man who will take this task and do it, you know, in no time. Is he being assisted by Ashley Makanya? No, Ashley is, has come in as our head of youth and development, but of course he would liaise and work directly with the first team. So in, uh, he's being assisted by Esau Mseni, and uh, we also have Coach Mabuti, who will play a similar role uh, being in between the first team and the youth setup, i.e. the MTC. Okay, fair enough. Before I forget, there was also a question about sporting fairness to say that you are buying your way to to the top. I'm, I'm I'm not sure if it's a fair question to you because you are not breaking any rule here, guys. We've discussed this. We've had Pat Malabella of Dynamo say we've had Mario Mofu from Aces who told us why they sold and the challenges that they faced are similar to what Tim Sugazi has told us tonight. And ultimately, they don't they're not breaking the rules because the PSL have these rules where you can buy your way to the top and maybe they're the ones that should be called to 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 come and answer this. But uh, 
how do you respond to that, Tim Sukazi? Maybe I can, uh, uh, maybe not necessarily responding, maybe I could provide you with better clarity. Mm. So football, uh, to many, is a business. Um, why? Because you spend money. You spend lots of money. There's a lot of investment that goes into the uh, football. So now it becomes an asset in your book. Um, and if you've got an asset that is not performing or is burning you, for any prudent business person, you dispose of that asset. It is as simple as that. Therefore, it is that reason that why Brett decided to sell, and is the same reason why Hanenstock decided to sell. You know, they made it clear that uh, following the COVID, they had challenges in their main sponsor, which is the Double Headfield. You know, several cars. There were difficult challenges. This asset, which is not their core business, was burning them. So when it becomes available. And there are people who've got the ability and the different and better ambition, you know, <laughs> to then they want to acquire it. Why shouldn't they? They can, they will. This is what we have done. I suppose this is what TVM has done, which is as simple as that. And then what happens to Tex Galaxy? Uh, it's been sold to the person you mentioned, uh, Lungangwana. He, he, he's a former Captain All-Stars owner. He decided to come back to football and he teaches to, uh, to the status, the NFT status of TS Galaxy. Okay, so and then where will your your team, uh, where, where will uh, the TX Galaxy in the Premiership be based? And where will they play matches? Yeah. We'll play our games uh, at Mombela because Mombela is the only uh, FIFA or rather PSL qualified FIFA even or PEF. Uh, accredited stadium in, Pum- in the Pumalanga province and then yeah that's where we're going to be playing our home matches and where are you going to be based? we have always been based in Johannesburg yes. the Fierce Galaxy Clubhouse is in four ways our training grounds are in Sentin why not? Mm. and then does it mean now that the status of Tex Galaxy that you're selling to Mr. Nguane moves uh, to Cape Town? yes he, re- he will relocate it to Cape Town yes okay and uh, there have been suggestions when we spoke to Brett Kaftel, uh, he said that there is a possibility that you could play some of your matches in Tembisa just to appease the people of Tembisa who have followed Highlands Park. Is that a possibility? Yeah, well, we have registered Mahulong uh, uh, as an alternative not to appease them. Mm. People don't know that TS Galaxy has got more supporters than any other club in Tembisa. Jomo Cosmos will tell you, when they played us in the Netbank Cup and the league back-to-back, that stadium was great. They are there in Tembisa. Huh? People don't know that. Yes, people came to me and said, Mr. Tim, Highlands Park plays here, but we've never seen so many people. Jomo came to me, Tim, where do you find these people? They, this, in Tembisa, they were dressed up in red, Test Galaxy, in Tembisa. Yeah. Now, go back to history. You'll find lots of Nevada-speaking people there. And you'll find lots of baby speaking people in Tembisa. And we come from a same region, you know, and there's a strong bond between the two. Sure, that's they interesting. Know that. I, I know that yes. Black Leopards and Jomo Cosmos have a lot of fans in Tembisa. I've actually gone to watch them when they played in the NFD. They would fill up the stadium. Hmm, people from the north, uh, there's lots of them in Tembisa. And Kwandevele is in the northeast, as you know, of Pretoria. As you go to Polokwane, you know, northeast. Yes. Not necessarily in Pumalanga as you know Pumalanga to be now straight as such. Okay, let's take the last two voice notes as we wrap up our conversation with uh, Tim Sugazi. Good evening, Daviso, and good evening to the listeners, and good evening to Mr. Sugazi. Uh, congratulations, the man. He got the team, I think, 
we might complain as he won, but that's the, the way PSL does things. So, he's the man, and hopefully people of Momalang will have a team this time around. But my question to him is this. As we hear he's bringing Dan Dance Malasala, who else is he bringing into his technical team? And then another thing is the players he is keeping from Highlands Park. Who are they keeping and who are, are they losing? Good evening, Tavis. Okay, good evening and uh, thanks for that. This is Tawandi Nagama, Simon. Okay, thanks, Tawang. I think we've just touched on that. He mentioned Dan Malisela is back as coach, assisted by Esam Tsuini. You remember him, the former player, and Ashley Makanya is the head of youth right team, and Maputi Kanyeza are still involved. Yes, sir. Okay, great. So... Do we have another voice note before we wrap up our conversation with Tim Sugaz? Okay, let me just acknowledge maybe some of the tweets and see if I can just pick one question here from the tweets here. Uh, okay, he says football is a business, but it's also a professional league. Players cannot be uh, let go like that. Oh, people want to know about Peter Shalulile. Is he gone? Is he staying? Yes, he's gone. That Mamlo is sundowns. Is it? And the deal, to be honest, yeah, the, between the two parties, Highlands Park and uh, Sundowns, they started talking about these two players. Mbala and Shalulile way early in the year, by the way. Mm. Oh, so those two guys are gone. Yes. And finally, the last question, it came from the voice notes. What are your ambitions then for next season? Because you are highly ambitious, Tim Sukazi, and you've shown that you can actually <laughs> do it. You don't just talk. No, sure. Um the TS Galaxy, you know, is there to serve as an inspiration that wherever you are in life, wherever your geographical location is, shouldn't necessarily define your destination in life. If you've got a dream, you've got a passion, believe in it, hold on to it, work hard, and you'll achieve it. So we did it. I think we have proven that um, last season. And we are coming into this league with utmost respect to the PSL, but we're not going to settle for less indeed. Uh, we're coming here, we are, we'll be proposing a different alternative, completely different. And and therefore, in doing so, we need to come with things that people will buy into and love. You know, be it the type of football, uh, be, it the, be it the results, and everything that comes with the football game, be it the visibility, the branding, and so forth and so on. We are coming with that full pack because we believe that maybe it's about time that maybe we have, as South Africans, a different proposition in our football landscape. So, our target will be as high as possible. We come with utmost respect of it, but we're not going to settle for less. If it means we win the league, we'll do it. Oh, okay. Uh, Tim Sugazi, I'll end with this tweet from Hijo, who says, Tim is necessary for South African football. He's very transparent and he pushes the boundaries. Uh, we love to see it and we wish him all the best of luck. Thanks for being transparent and speaking to us, Mr. Tim Sugazi. We really appreciate the time that you've given us. My absolute pleasure, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Tim Sugaz. I hope he's clarified a few issues then, guys. Um, I see there's this one about why did he tell players in training that they're no longer needed. He said, if you missed it, that it was actually not him. It was the technical team that decided on which players will stay or not. It is their responsibility to keep players who are under contract at Highlands Park. Uh, but those whose contracts are coming to an end, then they don't have to keep those uh, players like it happens at the end of the season. And he mentions Tapua Capini. Then I believe he's the one that was on radio. I can only think that he was on, on, on Metro. Unfortunately, we couldn't listen today. And uh, by the way, it's not a competitor guys we are all sabc sport so if it was on metro then it's all sabc sport there's no shame in saying that but i believe it was tapua kapini that was on metro and he mentioned um that um actually tapua kapini is getting old i think he said he's 34 or 36 but 
the birth certificate said he's 50. Remember that a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago. But anyway, he said he's t- 36 and he's got younger goalkeepers at TX Galaxy who already have contracts like Kumpakumpako who came from that Nedbank Cup team search if I remember correctly. So he'd rather give preference to those guys that have contracts at TX Galaxy and that are younger than Ekapini. But for example, a Yeye and a Bevan Franceman are out of contracts, but the technical team still wants to keep them. So it, it actually goes both ways. And that's what Tim Sukazi um, is saying. If you missed the earlier part of the interview, we'll put up the podcast this evening as soon as we are done uh, with the show. But once again, I, I also don't support this thing of buying statuses. Don't get me wrong. I think it's completely wrong. I think there should be sporting fairness and matches and promotion should be decided on the field of play. But the PSL allows it. The rule is there. These guys are not breaking any rules. And I think that our conversation now should be with the PSL and why is uh, this allowed. And also, fine, I mean, if you have financial challenges, you can buy a club and all of that. But why move it? I mean, I used to go to Tembisa just to go watch Highlands Park. And I don't even support Highlands Park, but just because of the atmosphere. And what happens to those guys in in Tembisa now? Thankfully, they've registered it as their alternative home ground, even though they plan to play in Mbom. In, in Bombela and I think if we have to have that conversation for me that's the big issue nobody's saying don't buy a club if you have financial challenges but at least keep the club there but even buying is wrong I mean you should win on the field of play surely surely surely